Good evening, everybody. Europe is now the epicentre of the coronavirus pandemic and England's two-test tour of Sri Lanka is no more. But it's time for the Pinch Hitter podcast. So, yeah, it is Friday the 13th of March 2020, a day that will go down in history as the day that cricket stopped Quite literally, England were playing their tour match in Colombo and they just walked off. The, the, uh, the tour was over. It wasn't a case of, well, tomorrow we'll, we'll, we just won't come back. It stumps just from, from nowhere. Cricket has stopped. Terence, what, what your, what's your initial reaction? What were your thoughts at 10.30, 11 this morning when it all happened? Do you want to know what my exact thoughts were? Were, we're going to record a podcast tonight and... Historically, as a cricket podcast that struggles to get any sensible content out, what are we going to do when the cricket stops? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I mean, also, it's not just cricket. Fucking everything stops. Everything. There's nothing. There's there's just virus. There's just the just COVID nineteen. Yep. COVID nineteen. Yep. Coronavirus is. Let's be honest. It's alive and well. Um, and we were having a little chat off air. Always good to get that that statement in early doors about how um, certain countries have got none of it, but that's because they've not tested anyone. Yeah. Um, and uh, and how it's it's just it's everywhere. Football's off for the next few weeks. Cricket is the England tours off. Um, the PSL has been played behind closed doors. The Australia South Africa so Australia against New Zealand series I think is still going ahead. It's going ahead behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. Today was the last one. Today was the first one. Uh Behind closed doors. Oh, the first one behind closed doors. Yesterday, India South Africa was rained off, and they've now just called off the rest of the series. Lovely. Um. So, yeah, we we we're going from yeah the pinch hitter was so easy to write the last few weeks. There's been so much cricket, so much content. Now there is nothing. (laughs) There is absolutely no cricket, um, going on. But we're here. But we are here. We're in the same room for the first time in a while. We're in the same room for the first time in a while. And boy, are we going to pod. And we are going to pod. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna enjoy, enjoy bits, and, bits and bobs of this. So let's, let's start with a prediction um, from, from both of us. Uh, when do you, Trigger, when do you think England will next play a competitive international game of cricket? Well, the current news that came out, so there's two bits of news that came out of Sri Lanka today. One, obviously, is that we've, uh, that the tour's been cancelled and they're coming straight home. It's over. The second bit, which got buried in that, is that Sri Lankans aren't allowed to travel, Sri Lankan nationals aren't allowed to travel abroad for work. Okay. Which means, that, so the test team are due here? Sri Lanka. Are they due here in the summer? Uh, not for tests. They may be for some some ODIs or some T Twenties. Um, they how long are they banned from travelling for? Or you say they are allowed to travel for for the foreseeable future. Okay, so there's they they're not they're not coming for tests. They're not coming for ODIs. They're not coming for T Twenties. No, they're not coming here. No. So a is anyone else going to like? Is this gonna... <laughs> no one's coming. Like, is is can anyone come here? In like, is anyone going to come here? Because Pakistan is supposed to come here. The West Indies is supposed to come here in the summer. Australia are meant to be Australia coming. Australia is supposed to come for a one day series. Ireland and Afghanistan. Or... Ireland and Afghanistan are playing here. Here, yeah. Not playing England, to no. my knowledge. England are playing Holland. I think. I think we're going to the Netherlands for a. We're going yeah. there. Yeah. I think Australia are going there as well. It's all over. Yeah. It's not happening. The the suggestion is that it, this tour will be rescheduled as a warm up to the India yep. tour yep. that's due to take place January February twenty twenty one, which so, is going to be a five tester in, yeah. uh, in 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 Italy, in Italy in India, in, which is next definitely, not, definitely not in Italy. Italy. <laughs> um, I can't see us realistically. The county championship is supposed to start in April. Feels like that's going to get pushed back. Yeah. Um, that means the England team won't have had any exposure to any cricket. No point. Here or, no point. Here no. or otherwise. IPLs, let's, let's remind everyone what's having the IPL as well. That's been put back two weeks because, let's be honest, it's going to clear up in two weeks. Yep. So. The good old, let's move it back yep. by two weeks. But 
the ever trustworthy IPL and mm-hmm. Premier League have both decided to both come flat. Yeah, certainly um, not in in um, influenced by financial decisions or or sponsors. Never. No. Um, the only thing we know about this is that it's escalating. Yeah. So it's definitely not going to be two weeks. We're certainly like there's not going to be any cricket in the early part of the summer, surely. No. Um, Back to my original question: When are England next going to play a game? When are they due to what? What's the next overseas tour? Next overseas tour is India. Is India? So it might be in Sri Lanka as, as a, the warm as up, a warm as up. the rescheduled warm up for that. So one. maybe November, December time. Yeah. So you think there'll be no international cricket in England this summer? No. No. I've no. got Fine. No. as things I'll, as things stand. Yeah. Do you think there is? No, I don't think there will be either. But I was just I was just spelling it out for the mere yeah. mortals out there, or maybe Australians who might be listening. Which would make running a daily cricket newsletter hard work. I like a challenge. Okay. And watch this space. Okay. It's going to carry on. Um, the more games and series and tournaments that are played behind closed doors, the better. Yeah. Um, but big we'll, news for stump mics. Big news for stump mics. They keep going. But I think there'll be enough. We'll 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 find we'll find a we'll find a way. And I think, um, as with all things, as with recessions, as with with uh, any other blips, if the pinch hitter can come through six months of no cricket being played and still, still having an open rate of of people who's <laughs> having anyone opening it, then we'll be well set up for the future. And we are absolutely confident that it will. And we're confident. Well, and not only will we do that, we'll also have at least two podcasts a month. And let's be honest. Most of what we talk about isn't really that strictly related to what's going on in current cricket anyway. We don't need much cricket to be played. We just need, a li- we just need something, something <laughs> to be going on with half, a, half an angle of, uh, of cricket in it. So, so let's, let's imagine this. So there's going to be no cricket, let's say, no international cricket. England aren't going to play again until November. Who's that going to benefit? Which England player is licking his lips? And when I say his because we are talking about the men's game at the moment. Straight off the bat, mm-hmm. no pun, some pun intended. Very good, yep. Rory Burns. He's loving it. It's already how many tests did he miss in South Africa? Was it two or three? Three. He missed, missed three, three in South, South Africa. Africa. Was due to miss two in Sri Lanka. Two in Sri Lanka. At which point you start to wonder like his place was never under threat, was no. it? But having just having just sort of nailed down a place in the side, that would have been a bit of bummer Keaton Jennings yeah. comes in as the horse for the course. Instantly, Rory Burns yep. comes out of this well. Yeah, just that prob- the problem of him missing missing a series goes away. Anyone with any kind of rehab yep. is is so happy. Jimmy Anderson, he's he's brilliant. Or will or will he miss out on a summer of English conditions? And now he's like, they're like, do you know what, Jimmy? We've moved on now. Yeah, it's perfectly plausible, but that by the time he plays for England again. It'll be 50. 39. 39. 30s. It'll yeah, be 30s. We're both in our 30s. Both. All in our um, 30s. So, yeah, you're right. He's He's got a home series against Pakistan, who he's always struggled in British yep. conditions, apart from when they won a couple of years ago and he's managed to bundles of wickets. Um, and the West Indies, who literally anything could happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe he does miss it. Maybe that's a good point. Maybe he misses his summer... He's not got many home conditions left. Home summers left, does he? That'd be too morbid. Um, So we've got Burns is coming out a bit well. Jimmy should be good for Joffre. Maybe give him time to... Joffre wasn't playing anyway. Wasn't playing anyway. Give him more time to definitely not do the IPL. Um, Rest his elbow even more, even though they seem to find something additionally wrong with it every every few weeks. And also, I guess it'll be quite good for Joffre just to get everyone off his back for a bit. He won't be having this whole, you're not, you know, stop, stop. Stop not fitting in. There is an argument that everyone comes out of it quite well. I mean, they looked yep. knackered yep. in South Africa. Yep. The constant rota- like There's every argument that Stokes, Butler, Bairstow, Brute, those guys that have played so much cricket over the last... Just needed a rest. Just need a few months off. And yep. there's every argument that this prolongs their careers. Yep. But <clears throat> fundamentally, it's Stokes comes out of this brilliantly. Yep. Um just the chance to chill out. Jimmy and Burns yep. don't miss the series that they were expecting to miss. No danger to any of their places inside. I think, yeah. Yeah, 
Uh, which ben Foulkes comes out of it dreadfully. <laughs> He's finally got a call up again. Finally got a call up again. Wasn't even going to play. Yeah. But, uh, doesn't even get a chance to really show what he could do. So, so yeah, who else comes out of it awfully? So Ben Foulkes is, is the, the obvious one. Um, other people who might come out of it not so well, I, I, I fear for Denley. I fear he's, he's, this was his kind of, he was having another chance to, to prove that he was dependable. Yeah. Every, ser- every series that he plays is a bonus. Yeah. Ergo, every series that he doesn't play <laughs> is, an op- is an opportunity missed yep. for him. Every, op- every, every time he's not playing cricket and someone else is, someone else is, whoever it might be, whether it's someone young, whether it's yep. someone, someone established... And I know no one's playing a huge amount of cricket now, but there's a reasonable amount of great cricket and stuff going on in Australia. Mm-hmm. Every series he doesn't play and misses an opportunity to score runs for England or just not get out for England is an opportunity missed as far as he's concerned. Yep, yep. Uh, Keaton Jennings comes up a bit dreadfully. <laughs> Awfully. <laughs> finally gets a chance to play again. Yeah. Finally gets a chance to go again in the subcontinent. Literally exclusively picked for this two-test yep. series. The horse for the course. Yep. And it's gone. Yeah, and we even said on the podcast, the last podcast, that he he could only complain about not being selected for the first test back in England if he scored four centuries. Yeah, which he now can't which do. Which he now can't do. No. And also, even if he scored four centuries, there's every chance he wouldn't have got pitched. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he comes out of it dreadfully. Jack Leach comes out of it dreadfully because he's definitely going to get it. Yeah, <laughs> his probably be his sixth or seventh. Brush with death. Yeah, sixth or seventh viral illness of the, yep. of the winter tours. Yeah, he's he's had a roller coaster of a twelve months, hasn't he? Or even more than twelve months. When where are we now? Yeah, since it was since he came in in Sri Lanka last time we were there. We yeah, didn't get famously didn't get called off. Yeah, um, and he bowled really well, brilliant, into the ashes, brilliant. Yeah, obviously. Scored the single to end all singles. Went to New Zealand. Went to New Zealand. Sepsis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that around the corner? It's sepsis. Um, went to South Africa. Just uh, everything. Just, <laughs> just everything. Still, still had sepsis. Yep. Um, had this bug that apparently got given to the team by Molly from the Saturdays. Flu-like symptoms. Um, that was it. That was yep. the line. The flu-like symptoms from Molly from the Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, Got sent home from that. Uh, finally gets well again. Yeah. Global viral pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just tough. It's tough being Jack Leach. But he has got a Specsaver sponsorship. He has got a Specsaver sponsorship. But it just reminds me of when Steve Finn got sent home from an Ashes tour for being unselectable. Because yeah. he'd lost his bowling action so much. It's like, it was Jack Leach getting sent home for just being like, unlivable mate it's not even for your own good of the team it's for the own of your life <laughs> yeah. that you go home just need just need to survive this tour get yourself back to Somerset mate yeah um, so yeah so he comes out of it though he comes out of it pretty badly because he was he was saying a few weeks ago how 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 fine he was with being given a, a, a rest it's yeah. one it's one thing you've been asking for so I guess it'll become out good that he's going to have a decent length rest but no one's going to have a chance to he hasn't got a chance to prove himself again and other people to drop themselves in the meantime I suppose on the plus side England have proved they are dreadful at dropping Johnny Bairstow yeah at least this way it's been taken out of their hands yeah. and they just physically can't play him yeah like literally yeah. there's no cricket to play him in he needs a rest He's getting a rest. Maybe he comes out of this well. Yeah. But flip side is he was probably going to bat at some point in this mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not this series. He wasn't in the This sport. summer. He this was probably going to bat yeah, at yeah. some point and get the opportunity to be a batsman. Mm. Yeah. I've just remembered something else that <laughs> that when we said when England play the next international, the T20 Men's World Cup is towards the end of October that it starts. Yeah. So that might be a, something to, to pencil in. Um, that would be fucking That would be a great way to come back, wouldn't it? Yeah, if there's no cricket straight into mm. a World Cup. And I'll tell you what would make it even better would be if Joe Denley is still in the side. <laughs> He's done nothing to, to be dropped in the meantime. In yeah. fact, he was last... He didn't get in the team for the last T20, did he? Because they said he was ill. Even though <laughs> yeah. he really needed to be dropped. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, this is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is the new normal. The new normal is no cricket. Um, the... 
the other person who comes out of it really badly. I think Don Best comes out of it well, okay. by virtue of the fact that the other two spinners come out of it badly. Yeah. Because um, Moeen might be back. Moeen might be back. Rashid might be back. I think Rashid we know isn't coming back realistically, don't we? Fair enough, yeah. Mo at some point is going to come back, but Matty Parkinson comes mm-hmm. out of it really badly. He was actually doing all right on this tour. He was well, doing all right yeah. on this tour. He finally actually played, he's been on three tours yeah. this winter. Stop bowling the slowest anyone's ever seen, which is never going to work at international yeah. level, apparently. Started taking some wickets, started bowling, was def- was bound to play a test because we were going to yeah. play at least two spinners, unlikely to be the same two spinners. Mm-hmm. He was bound to play a test in Sri Lanka. And now it's been called off. He's literally <laughs> about to make his debut, having been all around the world dealing with. He's had a good, he's had a good winter. He's had a he's had a mm. great winter. I better hope he's, I he's made the best of it. Yeah. Um, but he's now got he's now got disappearing into the abyss, written all over him. Yeah, he? he's like, going to have gone from as you say, kind of third spinner throughout the whole winter, to probably sixth. Yeah. And and he will reappear. I I'll put money on it now. In he the will same way that yeah. Don Best reappeared when everyone was like, Do you remember that guy Don Best who scored a fifty for England at Lords but wasn't even a batsman? Yeah. And, and he's now on the yeah, So let's if cricket ever does return, Matt Parkinson will return as well. Yeah. In a few years. Confident of that. Yeah. But it just feels just feels a lot like he's about to disappear for a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice uh, knowing you. Nice knowing nice you. Nice knowing you. Nice to meet you, Matt. Go and self-isolate. Send, send our best to your brother. Self-isolate for four years. Twin brother. Twin brother. Isn't Callum, isn't it? Yeah. Callum Parky. The Parkies. We know. We know the stat about them. He's very. He's quite famous. Yes, yeah, so they got each other out. First twins to get each other out in a test. In a, not a test, test match. <laughs> definitely not a very test match. Good, very good in a test match. Done that. Um, yes, and you know, be, as we've said many times previously, it'd be great to see them both play together for England. The Overtons both play together for England. Three roots, two roots, two roots, two and roots three currents. Three currents. That's I think I make that nine. Um, any any other couple that we could have uh, in there? Folks got brother or no? No. Any others on the? There must be another one in there. We'll, we'll, we'll find. We'll, we'll find. come back. To we'll it. come. Come back. That's a separate. The, we will be looking for content over yeah, the next six yeah. months. So let's not waste. Um, it. Let's not waste good content. Brothers, like cricketing brothers, families um, would be would be wonderful. So so yes, yeah, so it's that's that's what that's what's going to be going on with with cricket for the next few months. Please we remember there is a World Cup. Um, yeah. That may or may not happen. Um, in um, in in the end at the end of at the end of October, and obviously no one's really getting any any practice into that as well, which was which is going to be going to be interesting to see. So, um, which of the other countries players international who is in red hot form at the moment and will be so pissed off that they can't play anymore? Because I was thinking like Steve Smith's not actually been that great no. of late, has he? There um, is a there is a there is a just. General cricketing malaise at the mm. moment, isn't there? Even Virat Kohli, even Virat Kohli, has not been incredible. Has not been brilliant, but like, there's been a few. There's been the World Test Championship has, has kind of made it so that there's quite a few series going on at any one time. Yeah, you got like, you constantly kind of come across a series that you forgot was about to start. My favourite one of that being the fact that Bangladesh is tour to Pakistan was interrupted by the PSL and then Bangladesh went back and played Ireland Ireland no who do they play played Zimbabwe in a few ODIs yeah. in Bangladesh they were then due to go back to Pakistan after the PSL to play a one-off ODI <laughs> ahead of a test the second test so, match. Second test so you're right yeah it's this it's all over the place there's cricket just all over the place yeah. but it's kind of come out of this and I don't know if this is just me being English but it feels like we came out of this Kind of Ashes World Cup, beautiful summer. Yeah, and then there was some pretty good series. It's pretty good cricket at the start. Ooh, yeah, that, that New Zealand tour for oh, that was beautiful. Wasn't that it? New Zealand the, tour, maybe the dullest tour ever. Which even we came out of it saying, cricket's really boring. Cricket was <laughs> it was that was hard yeah. work. Australia and Pakistan were pretty good. Yeah, there was some good performances. That just great. Charles, great. David Warner hit a triple century. Yeah, we we can't speak highly enough nope. of watching David Warner score runs. India played New Zealand in a test series recently and I literally couldn't tell you I followed it and I literally couldn't tell you anything about it. Absolute kicking. Yeah, apart from they got an absolute Mm. hiding. Mm. Um but they just feel like just a general malaise, isn't it? It doesn't feel like apart from New Zealand who've had two good wins at home this year. Yep. 
Yeah, this year, this year was we we went there this side of Christmas, didn't we? This financial year, maybe. Yeah, I imagine that's how New Zealand work work, um, work their seasons. Uh, this winter, at least. Their summer, yeah. Um, apart from that, everyone just feels like they're a bit meh. Bit meh, yeah. Don't they? No, what do you I, think? Yeah, what I mean, I I am literally living, breathing, sleeping, totally immersing myself in cricket at the moment, which. It's going to be odd to see what I do um, <laughs> in the next coming 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 months. Um, for Randy uh, Trophy still going? Few. We can keep keep an eye keep an eye on that. I mean, but the I mean what what I think this this will give cricket an opportunity, and everyone keeps talking about how the coronavirus is going to you know change our habits as a as 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 a as a country, even take away from habits? cricket. Well, not not so much so, but they're talking about more people having to going to going to work from home. It's going to be more flexible working and things like that. And I just wonder, has is there going to be an opportunity here for cricket to change some things, and to whenever cricket reemerges, whenever sport reemerges, whenever life reemerges post coronavirus, that we can be like, okay, and wouldn't it be great if they come out of it and they're like, do you know what we've we've realised the World Test Championships a really good idea, but awfully put together, or we've realised that not having a rest day for a reserve date for a semi-final of a World Cup is mental. It's a bad idea. So, will, will, will that or will, will it just be exactly the same? Well, well, do you know what we are going to see, Ooh. or we're due to see at some point this summer as we come out of well, coronavirus? A new tournament. A brand new tournament, yeah. a brand new format. It'd be a shame if that happened. It'd be a shame, be a shame yeah. if that got canned, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? <laughs> that, that could be, that'd be hilarious. If, imagine. Yeah. If, imagine if the change is, oh, it turns out we don't need a new format. No. Or for some, for some reason, we just the ECB loses so much money yeah. that it can't afford to run the 100, or it can't afford to run the 100 and the T20 competition at no. the same time. <laughs> Something's got to give. Something's got to give. <laughs> How about the tournament that no one understands? Yeah. No, one, no one's seen before. Maybe they go for that one. <laughs> that there's, one. there's going to be a really, really good, I'm sure, dissertations, documentaries, um, document on on the hundred. And if it if it gets coronavirus and never sees the light of day, from the minute it was announced as this new thing, it's just been awful. Yeah. And it would be quite apt if it just gets obliterated yeah. by the coronavirus in the end. If you think about it from, from when they announced the um, the sponsors on the kit, and let's remind ourselves, this is something we're targeting kids with, was KP Snacks. Not even, not even current snacks. No, snacks yes. Snacks of our childhood. Yes. Skips. Yes, skips. <laughs> I mean, who's bought a pack of skips recently? Um, it's, yeah, just, it, it, and then I think there were maybe three or four weeks ago, they clocked that Zimbabwe are touring Australia for some ODIs in August or something, or like smack bang in the middle of the yeah. country. And they were like, shit, Steve Smith's going to have to go home. David Warren's going to have to go home. Like these, all the Zimbabwean players. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> all these marquee signings, they're going to have to go home. And it's just been, and we're literally scratching the surface there when we're talking about issues with the 100. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be... Delicious that, to see how that, really uh, see be, how that plays out. Really would, really would be incredible if we, uh, if, if we, if we see that happen. Um, any uh, others? Any other... Any other, any other bonuses that could come from any, any, any positives from cricket could sort its, its shit out by, uh, by, by not having to play for, for six months? Um, well, I have just discovered, probably I've literally just stumbled across, and I don't know if you knew this, but... Probably, probably um, knew it. South Africa runs a three-day provincial cup. No, is it a franchise? Uh, no, it's their it's their provinces. So it's Eastern Province, Western Province. Okay, yeah, more is. Uh, Natal, those guys. Um, <laughs> those guys. Having just having just um, uh, just discussed the relative merits and demerit points. demerits demerit points mm-hmm. of. Um, particular formats um, and brand new formats um, be keen to explore uh, truncated formats four day tests mm-hmm. so they become more of a thing are we trying to get yep. more and more cricket into a yep. into a cram schedule yep. um, might be might be time to explore turn the T20 World Cup into a T10 World Cup T10 or T5 T5 yeah T1 um, 
I was just a. I was just browsing. I was find it pretty cool that there's a three day tournament. So is the, is the three day? I mean, do we know what it is? Is it are they batting twice? Is it limited overs for three days, or is it three days of an ODI? So each team bats three times. No, it's, it, it's. I'm looking. I'm trying to find the playing conditions now. It's two innings each side. Yeah. Um. So Western Province, uh, have just beaten Eastern Province, uh, by twenty by an innings and twenty three runs in a three day game. Mm-hmm. Um, Fine. Scored two hundred and three, then bowled them out for one hundred thirty six and forty four. Fine. Um. I. I'd be keen to explore it. Yeah. Okay. And. Um. Benefits of benefits of cricket being off the scene for a few months. One, mm-hmm. less tin pain, less of the time. Yeah. Which I'm all for. Always a positive. Um, yeah. I mean, you could extend that to less David Warner, less of the time. Yeah. Steve Smith, less of yeah. the time. Um, more time for Warney to invest in his extracurricular activities. Um, Whatever they may be. For. Yep. Um, what was his game called? Was it Cricket Captain? Uh, um, super coach. Super coach. Super coach. Yeah. Do we know how that's going? Uh, I think it was. I think it went pretty well. I think I've still got the app downloaded, taking up some yeah. valuable space on my phone. Because <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't join in with it. So there'll be. There'll be more. There'll be more things like that. He's. He's often talking about how there's. Um. Yeah. Very. Just had a really exciting phone call. Yeah. Can't wait to share this. This new venture with you. Um. Not heard him talking about um Zach Goldsmith not winning his uh, seat for a while, which is always. Always, always, a, always one of always one of my favourite Warnerisms when he uh, when he when he pipes up pipes up with that. So yeah, all these little things that we it's just it's all going to be it's all going to be very different, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens with the county championship season. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to literally what is going what happen? is going to happen? Are we going to see teams? Are teams just going to write it off? Yep. At any point when it starts. Yep. Are they just going to write it off when we can see loads of young players come through? Literally, what's going to happen? Oh, is that only is that only sporting fixture that's due to start and finish during this part of like this like virus, stage, isn't it? <laughs> it's the same. I mean, yeah, it's the it's it's just coronavirus is great from a perspective of you can just say what is going to happen to open yeah. open that line and, yeah. and go what you know what's going to happen with HS two, yeah. what's going to happen with the GCSEs, what's going to happen with um you know. Indie Ref Two, for example, yeah, there's Fantastic so reference. many, so many things for us to for us to consider. And one thing I'd love to explore briefly, and I'm going to spring this on you a little bit, is without turning this into an an, an episode of um, Desert Island Discs, but if you could self isolate with one, let's say, current playing cricketer, who's it going to be? Bairstow. Okay, and I'm just let you know you're going to go to North Korea because they've currently got no cases Even of coronavirus. So no you no cases or no no confirmed cases. cases so and you can go there. So you go with Johnny Bairstow and you can take three things with you. What are you taking? Um. Ooh, I'm t- right. I'm going there with Johnny. Let me talk. Well, give me three and another two if you I'll want. Give me three, another two if you want them. Johnny Bairstow because he is clearly batshit mental. Intense. He's, clear, he's clearly intense. He's yeah. clearly wired a little bit wrongly, and mm-hmm. there's every chance that I come out of self isolation. Yeah, you don't come out. Of I, I don't come out of self isolation. But of all the players, you want to quite work out how he ticks. Yeah, surely it's Johnny yep. Bairstow, isn't it? Yeah, like a little bit weird, a little bit mad. What's going on there? Yeah, could that could be a dreadful. Now I think about it, that could be a dreadful <laughs> idea, but it would definitely be a great scientific experiment. Yeah. Uh, what three things am I taking with me? Yeah, what three things are you taking? Um, sunscreen. Sunscreen, yeah. For Johnny. Yeah, definitely. That is, that is big. Gonna we take... don't want an angry sunburn, Johnny. Benson. We don't. Are you going to take his binoculars that he took to South Africa with him? <laughs> I assume they go everywhere yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, am I allowed to take someone else? Yeah. As one of my three options? Absolutely. As long as it's as long as it's not a woman, because women aren't objects. Uh, so. We'll have to take we'll have to take his wicket keeping gloves. Okay. Because we know that if they get taken away, person. No, I know. Yeah. Just, okay. I'm, I'm on the fly. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're gonna have to take his because we know that if he gets his wicket keeping gloves taken off him. Yeah. There's a meltdown. Yeah, it does not like that. No. Um. And then. I will. There's a two, and I'll give you another one if you want. Yeah, I'll take one more. <laughs> I'll take one more. Uh. I will take a 
I'll take my phone mm -hmm. so I can sit there and watch the video that we showed in the pinch hitter this morning of the last ball of the Super O that sets the Titanic music. Yep. I can just sit there with Johnny Best and watch it on repeat. Brilliant. Just non-stop. Just non-stop for the entirety of my self-isolation. Brilliant. Have you got an answer for that? Having just dropped it on me, have you got uh, I was vaguely thinking of it whilst you were answering and I thought I would choose Tim Payne and I would just take um, Hawkeye technology and explain to him how to operate the DRS system. Okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, and just nice and simple, day in, day out. Just get him reviewing. Get him reviewing get him or not reviewing. reviewing. Um, yeah. And, um, and yeah, and it'd it, just, it just be good to... To pick his brain on leadership, um, you know, just, just, just the nonsense, just, just nonsense after nonsense. Um, yes. So yeah, Tim Payne, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Fine, um, for it. But, uh, but yeah, that self isolation is, um, is, is what we we could all be doing. Cricket, you could say, is self isolating at the moment. So let's take a little pause now, and um, I think when we come back, we're going to be doing the over. And we're, gonna go, we're gonna go over and over we're again. Gonna, over and over again. Um, anything else you want to add before we take the break, or we're we gonna uh, just, um, just you know, just just fly off and uh, and have a break. Let's hit it. Let's have a break. Let's have a break. 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 Comfort break is over. Myself and Terence have both been to the gents separately, and um, I certainly washed my hands and followed government advice. Um, did you? Absolutely. Sung happy birthday twice. The full Stevie Wonder six minute version. Yep. Excellent. I always I go down the route of um, Rick Astley. Never going to give me give you up. Um, two versions of the chorus. Okay. Um, nice. Then I can always end with never going to give. Never going to give. Exactly, it nice. works. Um, and then there's also an option of going through Ian Smuth's um commentary yeah. of the uh, the, the final, ball, the, yeah, the which I can, which I can recite as previously discussed. Yeah, I can recite verbatim. Yeah, and the the greatest bit about if you do that is that you finish with and England have won the World Cup by the beerest the, of margins. Margins. There's a nice little. There's a nice full stop to it when he goes over to you, Ness. That's your cap. Yeah. Yep. And you turn it off. Brilliant. Perfect. And dry hands. And dry yeah, hands and then you, wash your hands of it. Then you're free. So, so yeah, we, uh, we, from there we go into the latest, the over that was. Terence, yeah. take, take the floor. Or as we're calling it this week, oh. somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, beautiful. Right. Beautiful. Somewhere over the rainbow. I was, one of the many things I love about this feature is the opportunity for the listener, in this case me, other times when the boots on the other foot is you, to butt in with suggestions about what it could be at any stage. Yeah. And I have no clue. No, you don't. And be. it is. I don't know if you're finding this. It's so difficult to find um, a good over that's the right level of... Um, like, you don't want to pick flint off to callus, no. say. Um, or flint off to ponting. Or flint off to yeah, ponting. Too easy. You yeah. don't want to pick Graham Swan's first over. Much as I'd love to spend 20 minutes talking yeah. about been Graham there, Swan's first been there, over. Been there, done that, yeah. Um, Maybe we'll do that in ten years. You've got to find one that's just the right level of obscurity, yeah. but one that you can still put a little bit of meaning. Hey, absolutely, on. yeah, yeah. You want to sound like you know what you're on about. You're that that level of clever intelligence. Exactly, but it's a great way of digging up just generally forgotten series, forgotten that, series, forgotten people, exactly, forgotten times. And what I have um, unearthed, unearthed this time. I'm excited. Is um, a series that generally kind of falls down the middle of uh, cricketing history between two sides that was at its peak, certainly in our lifetime, um, mm. in the kind of decade at which, at which this series sits in the middle of. Okay. As soon as I tell you the year mm -hmm. and, the, and, the, and the, the, the month that we're talking about, you're going to guess which series I'm talking about. So I'm going to start with a few... Um, pointers. Excellent, excellent. Um, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to enjoy it this much. Yeah. Um, I think you're really going to like this one. For the benefit of the tape, I'm standing up. For the benefit of the tape, Tom is standing up. I'm going to play. Uh, this was number one Brilliant. on on the day in question. Number one. 
it is, isn't it? That is... Evacuate the dance floor by Cascada. Ooh, somewhere in between 2009-2014. It's not somewhere in between 2009-2014. No? Um, I'm just going to play another one of uh, Cascada's hits just because it's a great Excellent. song. Well, this wasn't number one. Every time we touch... Oh, oh this which is yeah. much, many years earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, many yeah. years 2002, earlier. 2002, 2003? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And then she, she, came back um, many years later with Evacuate the Dance Floor. Yeah. Um, other things that were going on um, in the month in question, uh, and you'll start to guess where I'm coming from, is the month that uh, Stephen... Gerard miraculously was I found. I'm not going to say Stephen Gately. Stephen Gately, no, very different, very different yeah. scenario. The month that Stephen Gerard was miraculously found not guilty by a court in Liverpool. What was it off? Uh, a fray, a fray, I think, was the yeah. actual charge. A fray, um, no. I mean, there was video evidence of him <laughs> causing a fray. Yeah. Um, he admitted to causing a fray. Wasn't a fray what Stokes was up for as well? One of the one of the, the yeah, and, and then we all found out that fray means that a passerby has to be scared by what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, a fray I think is akin to kind of uh, like accidental intimidation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Should we do a legal podcast? Uh, no, no. Um, uh, Stephen Gerald was miraculously found guilty by a completely independent jury in, in Liverpool. <laughs> walked free. Uh, walked excellent. free the next day. Um, John Hartson um, was in a critical critical condition. Um, coronavirus. Uh, not with coronavirus. No. Um, having just undergone brain surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, getting a little bit closer to something you might be able to guess. It was the month that Michael Jackson um, passed away. Didn't pass away, but we had his funeral this month. Okay. Passed away the end of the previous month. So it's August two thousand and nine. Uh, close. In a delicious element of symmetry, which I'd love to say was deliberate, but is purely coincidental. It's also the month that swine flu, previously the world's favourite pandemic, yep. Yep. reared its head. So we're talking July 2009. We're talking July, July 2009. 2009. Excellent. Um, and I'm guessing by that you can probably work out which series I'm talking about. Well, it's an Ashes series. It's an Ashes series. The 2009 Ashes series. 2009 Ashes series. Um, So... Do you want me to tell you the exact date? Uh, Yeah, go on, give me the date. Specifically July the 12th, 2009. July the 12th. So, I mean, I think... Are we in Cardiff? We are in Cardiff. We're in Cardiff. Um, Is is it the... Is it it Monty and Jimmy? Is it Monty and Jimmy? (laughs) Monty and Jimmy, it is. Um, and there's there's numerous overs. Is there one in particular? There is or, one in particular. Excellent. And it's what it's not is the final most famous over. No. Which um, one of my favourite nonsense cricketers of all time, Nathan Horritz. 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 Horritz yeah. To uh, Jimmy Anderson. Yep. Doesn't one really spits? Doesn't there's it? One in that over that really yeah. spits up at him. It, but that's not the over. That's not, not the, the over. over. Yeah. We are going for. Who's bowling? The, Who's I, got the ball in hand? Is it Siddle? Is it Sids? I believe it's called the uh, anti-penultimate over. Excellent. Is it uh, like a double, double hat-trick? Yeah. It's a lot like a double yep. hat-trick. Um, and we are talking Marcus North <laughs> bowling Excellent. mainly to Monty Panesar. Brilliant. So Marcus North, right arm over leg spin? Right arm over the wicket. I'm just going to pull up Marcus North's stats, actually, because I yeah. think that might be worth dwelling on. Um, and then uh, you can tell me some of your memories of the 2009 Ashes shortly yeah. after well, we'd met. Nah, absolutely, yeah. Only a few months after we'd, we'd uh, first yeah. set eyes on each other in, in Barbados. Yeah. No, in Antigua. Um, yeah. Can in you remember where you were that summer? Remember what you were doing? Well, yeah. Well, that In fact, this, this first test, it was... Um, I... I think I was due to be going back to work the Monday after. Because you must have not been long back from. Because I'd only travelling. just come back from travelling, and 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 I'd had a couple of weeks of of uh, of catching up with people, yeah. and then on the 
the that weekend of that test match, myself, Bruno, and friend of, uh, friend of the pod, and Corporal, um, had actually attended your heartthrob Jeff Parling's wedding. <laughs> you really? In Durham. Brilliant. Um, and um, and yeah, I remember getting the train back from Newcastle to uh, to Bristol, um, and and That's when a long old train ride with a hangover. And when I got on, it was yeah. England were the the test match was getting away from them. It was yeah. we were about to lose. So that's a really good summary. But and it's really good that you've kind of remembered this test match, uh, in and around loads of other stuff. Yeah. Because that feels like it was like the nature of this series. Yeah. Was that there was like it was. About to be a golden age for English cricket, mm-hmm. but not quite. It was also off the back of a bit of a golden age for yep. English cricket. There was a brilliant Ashley series right after it. Mm-hmm. There was a brilliant Ashley series for Australia immediately prior to it. 5 nil, mate. And the 2005 Ashley was obviously the greatest series ever. Ever. But this series was a bit meh, but it did have moments of brilliance throughout it. It had yeah. the, second, the second best... Uh, British English rear guard, yeah, actually stand yep. of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had Broadie taking uh, five foot the oval, one of his spells, yeah, having probably the first of his spells, yep. Um, and Freddie run out on his Freddie final run, it final Freddie test run out. appearance. It had Jonathan Trott scoring hundred on debut, debut, yep. And can you can you even really remember? Any of the games particularly well, or can you just remember? Those I remember moments? that I remember we got an absolute shooing yeah. at Headingley, yeah. Um, and I think Flintoff had had to pull out on the morning of the game, yeah. Um, <clears throat> like Flintoff, we literally pushed him through the series in a wheelchair and yeah. got him out for two or three of the tests, yeah. So I think we won the whole series 2 1, is yeah. that right? Yeah, so we drew in Cardiff eventually, we drew in at Fortress Edgbaston after we had actually um, done, done really we, we went to the final day and we should have won where yep. we were expected to win we then won uh, I don't know what happened that next then we must have won at Lords or we were, it was a second test at Lords second test second at Lords. Lords so we won at Lords we drew at Lords. Edgbaston um, and then third test was at Edgbaston we drew just, then lost heavily at Headingley Got and thumped then in the fourth test at Headingley, Headingley and uh, by innings. Yep, and then won the fifth test at the Oval. Which was when Brody took his... Yes, and one thing I always remember of that fifth test and final day is, I think it was Mr Cricket and Punter put on a very big partnership. Um, and, and they were never going to win, but once we got... Once we got him out, once we got that run out, it was it was beautiful. I yep. think Hussey was the last man out. Caught Cook, Bold Swan. Um, and final bit of no final bit of additional information being that I think Swan wasn't even in the team for the first test in Cardiff. Or am I thinking of the West Indies series where he wasn't? The first, didn't make it in the first test. He didn't make. He didn't play in the first test in the West Indies. But Mon, I think Monty, 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 him and Monty both played in Cardiff, and then um, Monty, Monty drifted off. But yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going on. I'm going, going on. Let's, on. Let's go back to the. So what, what is it? We won this. The we point this. is, um, uh, Swan did play in the first test. He did. Please for him. Um, As did Ravi Bapara. He was the answer at number three. It's just a bit of a meh series in yeah. general, but there are moments of brilliance that it. I was in that, um, you know that like post-uni just general malaise mm-hmm. where you like don't really want to get a job, don't really want to go home, don't really know what you're going to do. No point. Um, I was travelling, I was dicking about in a combination of uh, like uh, San Sebastian, Biritz, that mm-hmm. kind of places, where you go when you're hard up yeah, yeah. after uni. Yeah. Um, and you know when, I remember kind of the whole of this week in particular spending the whole trip kind of this was in the days before smartphones were particularly advanced yeah just trying to find any sort of wi-fi that i could to yeah. just keep up on the cricket and then kind of half feeling guilty that i wasn't really making the most of my trip yeah but also just generally just wanting to follow yeah. the cricket um as you do yeah 
Yeah, and it was, just, and I've just remembered another story of you watching this test in Ed, this series in Edgebaston. Yeah, yeah, got in without a ticket. Yeah, yeah. There's a pod in that, and it's there's a pod in that, own, right? Isn't there? Um, Heightened security. Yeah, after a night out in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, all adds to the kind of general malaise around this. Series. Yeah. I was kind of half paying attention to it, half not, and then on this particular afternoon, I remember, I was kind of on like a on a beachy kind of square kind of place beachy, just, beachy kind of square like a like it was like a, it was like a are we talking volley, a beach volleyball court no it was like a like like a I guess a promenade promenade the, okay the famous a famous square promenade yeah but it was like a, there was like restaurants and stuff like that and yeah. I sat on this outside this cafe just basically trying as hard as possible to follow the cricket mm-hmm. on my phone um, but over we're talking about like I said is the anti-penultimate over yep. well, by Marcus North to Monty Panasar and what immediately attracted me to it is at the end of this over is that when Monty does his dive for a single uh, don't think so no, okay. the end of the over is where Bilal Bil- Shafayat <laughs> yes. comes on the field. Your good friend. Your good friend, Bilal Shafayat comes onto the field yep. and just gets told to go away and then just trudges off as slowly <laughs> as possible. Who were the umpires? Because they... That is a fantastic question and I will be able to tell you. Because they, they, they have to pretend initially that... That they care. That they, well, that they... A, they don't actually want Australia not to win, which clearly yeah. they, that's what they want. Um, but also, like they, they've got to legitimately allow this 12th man to come on yeah. because there may be a reason for a glove swap. But then very quickly, it's like, no, come on, mate, come on. Is it was Rudy Kurtzman, Is he was he done by then or? Uh, weirdly, could... I don't know where to find it. I'll find it for you. You, carry you on. find it while I come. You on. carry on. Yeah. Um, that so that's what immediately attracted me to it. So to uh, to set the scene. Uh, England uh, scored 435 in their last innings in their first innings sorry Australia then went and scored 674 for 6 unbelievable um, England's 435 no one got a century no but everyone bar Monty got double figures nice really lovely really lovely scorecard when yep. you about that isn't it yep. um, England then went away um, and promptly ground their way to two, uh, to 233 for nine, mm-hmm. where, when Paul Collingwood, having led a pretty positive rearguard action, um, was out. Um, and we had something like a, a, another hour yep. to out. Yep. Just to interject, the umpires were Billy Doctrove and Aleem Dar. What a fantastic Billy Doctrove, very much the Joel Wilson of his yeah, age. Excellent, excellent combination. Um, and Ali Dar, just always, always prone to doing something funny. <laughs> so, we are England are at the start of this over, um, two hundred and forty six for nine. In trouble. Um, bearing in mind that Australia have got three overs remaining ish, mm-hmm. um, to take the last wicket. Horitz has just had um, Panasar and Anderson all over the place yep. um, in the previous over. Siddle's doing something same in the in the over before that. And they're just ri- like rigidly blocking, playing the perfect rearguard action. Has North bowled up to this point already? North, at the start of this over, had figures of six overs, three maidens, naught for 14. Okay, tying up an end. And there's a bowling change, and he comes on to replace Peter Siddle, Excellent. which is brilliant because Ponting's ma- go-to man yeah. who's looking for a wicket yeah. was Marcus Moore. Yeah. Um, so he comes on, uh, and the I'm looking at the live text now from that game. Brilliant. Uh, and we're all about 6.41. 6.41 is a cut-off. Yeah. And what time is it? Uh, we're currently at about 6.15. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, as far as I can tell, I'm kind of piecing that together. Yeah. Um, so, the 12th man runs out for England. Bilal. Not Bilal. No. Oh. Unconfirmed. 12th man runs out, mm-hmm. tries to deliver a message to them, gets shooed off the pitch as quickly as he can. By Billy or Aleem, or both. Unconfirmed, which yep. I'm most likely to have been Ricky Ponting. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
So it was half six at the start of this over, so we've got 11 minutes to bowl now. Brilliant. Marcus um, North maybe get through his over quite quickly. First ball. Mm-hmm. All Jimmy, Jimmy Anderson's been batting for thick end of an hour. Yep. It's 21 of 41 balls, which to me sounds like alarmingly quick. Yep. Marcus North, with his part-time kind of offies, off breaks, I guess they are. Yep. Um, first ball, 101st over. Jimmy Anderson plays a massive square cut. <laughs> through. Yeah. Does it go through someone's legs? Doesn't go through his legs, but it lands. It lands. Like it's in the air. Yeah. As it goes past, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Extra coverish. Yeah. Uh, and it lands safe. And then, Anderson runs straight into North, while he's <laughs> while they're watching the ball. So we're off to a brilliant comedy start. Excellent starts the over. Only one ball in. Batsman change ends. Monty's mm-hmm. now on strike. And then another reason why I love this over is we've got this like moment of intense. Uh, combat, I guess. Like there's, there's loads riding on this. It's mm-hmm. one of those beautiful moments of tension you only yep. get in cricket. Mm-hmm. And you've got absolute mediocrity in the middle. You've got <laughs> Marcus North, not a bowler, yep. bowling to Monty Pounsar, not by no means a batsman, barely even a cricketer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all riding on these two. So, what happens? <laughs> First ball, North. To Monty Panasar. Any idea what happens? No idea. Various, various possibilities yep. that could happen. If I gave you all day, you probably wouldn't remember the fact that with his first ball of the, <laughs> the anti-penultimate over, Monty Panasar <laughs> crashes Marcus North, square the wicket for four. Excellent. Well done, Monty. <laughs> um, so it's an absolutely textbook square cut. And you, you can almost see Monty close his eyes and just swing everything at it, and it absolutely crunches through square. Um, and then there's this brilliant cutaway to Ricky Ponting's face, just going, what? <laughs> like, why has he done it? Yeah. <laughs> How has he done it? Um, and it just makes absolutely no difference to anything. No, I mean, probably it's got to be up there with one of Punter's best captaincy decisions in test matches in England. Probably up there with... Give, Putting an into bat at Edgbaston in yeah, two thousand and five. Another good one. Um, perhaps it could be a could be a pod in in that just in itself, couldn't it? Ponting yeah. excellent decisions in uh, in England. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, ball three. You can like, you can kind of see the fear in Monty's eyes now. Like that just wide eyed incompetence that he gets. Actually, plays a reasonably comfortable front foot forward defensive. Solid. Like. As solid as you can be when you're Monty. Mm-hmm. Um, next ball, on middle stump, Monty's forward and he defends. Next ball, Marcus North decides to go round the wicket. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Which I just think is a like beautifully pointless. Yeah. Like as if that's as if that's yeah. gonna be what gets Monty Panasar out. <laughs> He's already crashed you for a four. Yeah. That's not gonna do anything. Um Monty still gets forward and plays yeah. defence. Final ball. There's this, with every with every ball throughout this over. If you watch the kind of highlights, you've got this moment of, and it's like what we were talking about off air, where you've got this moment of silence during the Super Over in the World Cup. You silence, and then every ball is being celebrated like yeah. it's a wicket, or in this case, not yeah. like like it's a goal. Every ball is being celebrated, but you've got this intense mediocrity going on <laughs> in the middle, which is just so befitting of this kind of nothing series. Yeah. Um, just a shame you say that maybe that Joel Wilson wasn't umpiring yeah, as well. Exactly. Would have and that the reviews were I think at this stage. Yeah. Um and you've just got this like incompetence going on in the middle being celebrated with like such gusto yeah. every time it's every time it uh, something happens. Yeah. Um with the final ball of the over, North goes back over the wicket. <laughs> um and Powersar's forward and he slums it on the front foot and there's this massive almighty cheer because we know that with the next over uh, Jimmy Anderson's back on strike. Yeah. Um, and then you're into the penultimate over, which is again, or you're in the, into the fi- uh, the final over, which is North's pass again. Um, and which over is it where England actually go ahead? Am I putting you on the spot there? You are putting I am. on the spot. Because that was another big moment, wasn't it? Because that then meant there was two, you needed an over to change over, to, yeah. to change that was, the bat. I over. think that was 
a while back. Yeah. Okay. Because we're definitely yeah we we've been ahead in all the overs I've been looking yeah, at yeah, my yeah. research. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just like just a gloriously kind of like it's that point in my life when it's just like just general kind of malaise anyway where yeah. you don't really know what's going on and you're just kind of mucking about. Yeah. It was a series that kind of fell down the middle. It was two blokes doing an doing a really good job despite being awful at what they were being asked to do. There's a one moment of brilliance for Monty that was completely unnecessary. Yeah. And you still had all the tension of like a brilliant sporting contest despite there being no real discernible talent going on anywhere. Yeah. Um just an all round great series. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and a, a brilliant over that was. Um, one which I don't know if they show the whole over, but Sky's not afraid of showing that. It's not afraid that, of showing that, that day. And like I imagine, I mean, Sky Sports cricket has still has still got hours to fill. They've got a lot more hours to fill now, <laughs> so they'll that will definitely be see, seeing that again. Um, but yeah, no, as as you say, it was just it was. I think I'm right in saying, um, and I think this has been the case in other series as well where at the end of the series Australia had like four of the five top run scorers yeah. they had the top no one had scored more centuries like they'd scored more centuries than England yeah. they'd taken more wickets than England yet we had won the big moments and won the series 2-1 yeah. which is obviously a completely un-England thing to do and I think this, this, this test in itself is a great example of that and we're saying how England in their first innings you know, got 435 which we 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 wouldn't have been scoffing at. No one got everyone got double figures bar Monty. Then you look at the England second innings again. No one gets a century. Uh, Strauss gets double figures. Collingwood double figures. Everyone from Collingwood down gets double figures apart from Monty who gets seven not out. Australia only batted once, but Katich got <laughs> one hundred and twenty two. Ponting one hundred and fifty. Marcus North one hundred and twenty five not out. Brad Haddin one hundred and twenty one. Pup got 83. Yeah. Like What's they, brilliant is that Mr. Cricket in the middle of that got three. Got three, exactly. <laughs> three, from, three from 16. So the, that, that again just kind of... Well, those, those stats probably straight away, the fact that Australia wasted four centuries in, <laughs> yeah. that, in that test, which is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and, and, and as a result, yeah, what, what happens? We walk away from that test, nil-nil. It yeah. doesn't matter yeah. what anyone achieves. That's it, that's it. There were some great performances in that test. Utterly irrelevant. <laughs> Completely pointless. Um, so, and yeah. it was in Cardiff. And it was in Cardiff, <laughs> of all places. So, absolutely brilliant. Um, cracking, cracking over 2009. Today, just very much in that, that hot spell of just great Ashes series in England. Yeah. Because um, they're always great in England. Now, the next one in England was a bit, a bit shit, wasn't it, when Australia didn't turn up and won, we won 3-0. Yeah. Um, but Pretty shit for Simon Kerrigan. Yeah, there's his, his one off, one yeah, off. Or was it brilliant? Who knows? Or was it? Uh, Wokes made his debut as well in that yeah, in that test. Um, but um, but yeah, I just, I just remember that series for being. It was it was, the quality was so far down from two thousand and five. Yeah. Yet the tension was still there. And on the Australian side, there were, am I right in thinking there wasn't a huge turnover in players, was there on either side really? Well, Strauss was still around. Peterson, Collingwood was still around. Yeah, Lintoff I mean, was still there. Punter was still there. Yeah, so there'd been quite a change in England's bowling. So yeah. you had Broad, you had Anton, you had Swan, yeah. you had Panasar, and you had even Onions comes in um, yeah. uh, as as well. But Aust- Australia were they they'd lost all their big hitters bar Ponting. Yeah. So there was no Hayden, there was no Langer, there was no Warren, there was no McGrath, and Dizzy wasn't even a big hitter no. um, in, in, by by two thousand and five. Nathan Horitz was playing. Nathan Horitz was playing. Hilfie was still about. Um, and Siddle, Siddle was this was this was the first I mean we should pay tribute to actually this was this was Siddle's first trip to England where he lost the Ashes which he did every single time until 2019 which was the first time he came back with the Ashes but they didn't win it yeah. so I think it was four series would that be nine, thirteen, fifteen and nineteen lovely um, so an awful tourist in England um, but a bloody good bloke but a bloody good bloke um, for it all but yeah I mean we said it. We said it before. We'll say it again. Ashes series in England are great. Yeah. Ashes series in Australia, where we're competitive, are great. When we're not, they're awful. They just only happens to have been one of them in our lifetime. Exactly. It'd be great. <laughs> great to know when the next one's going to be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, wonderful, wonderful. I'm going to say it again. Wonderful. wonderful. 
Absolutely brilliant. Um, fantastic. Well, I think it's probably time to to, um, to 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 crack on with our coronavirus lives, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is, yeah. Um, another great episode of, um, of the Pinch It podcast. We will be back um, certainly before the end of March. Um, well, I've no doubt there'll be so much cricket to catch yeah, up on. But definitely not before the beginning of cricket again. Definitely not before <laughs> the cricket again. So uh, we will see you again very soon. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>